Lamar Jackson reportedly wants to be a New England Patriot, but whether or not he can be ultimately will be decided by Foxborough Finance. Stick around. You're about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. Thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. And please subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to ensure that you get the latest episode as soon as it's available. I'm your host, Mike DeBate, and I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So reach out to me and let me know what's on your mind on Twitter at N-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there showing some love to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at LO underscore Patriots. That's fans. The news of the day is big. And rapper Meek Mill actually sent the New England Patriots rumor mill into overdrive late on Monday. Or did team owner Robert Kraft do it for him? Well, Meek is known to have a close friendship with Patriots owner Robert Kraft. And he may have revealed the preferred playing destination of Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson for 2023 and beyond. Here's the hint, folks. It's Foxborough, Massachusetts. That's right. While speaking at the NFL owners meeting in Phoenix on Monday, Kraft revealed that he had received a text from Meek Mill about three or four days ago. And according to Robert Kraft's words, claiming that the former first round draft pick and NFL MVP wanted to join your New England Patriots. Well, of course, Patriots Nation went into a frenzy at the possibility of adding one of the most dynamic players in the league. And I can't blame any of you. I mean, it's definitely exciting to hear that one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL is eager to play for your New England Patriots. Keep in mind, the Patriots are well set at the quarterback position. We're going to tackle that throughout the course of this week here on Locked On Patriots. But again, adding someone like Lamar Jackson raises the bar, puts a different type of ceiling on what this team can do in 2023 and beyond, and it's definitely worth the consideration without any question. Now, all of this is possible because Jackson is embroiled in a contract dispute with Baltimore, leading many believed that he's played his final game in Baltimore. He's played his final down as a Baltimore Raven. Now, he's been now Lamar has been linked to previously linked, I should say, to the Patriots in trade rumors. And a lot of the stuff that's been coming out shows that the Patriots were thought to be out of the running for his services prior to Kraft's revelations. But after turning down a contract extension offer in the offseason, Jackson right now finds himself in need potentially of a new home. And he does so on the heels of a pretty impressive performance in 2022. Despite some injuries, he finished the season having completed 203 passes, 2,242 yards, 17 touchdowns. He also carried the ball 112 times for 764 yards and three scoring runs. So if you're talking weapons on the ground, folks, 
This guy is definitely as good as it comes, but he's also a very good pocket passer as well. Don't let the others fool you on that. He can definitely hold his own in both areas on the field. Now, he was limited to 12 games in 2022. He sprained a PCL in Week 13 against the Denver Broncos, missed the remainder of the regular season as well as Baltimore's lone playoff game, the 24-17 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals on Wild Card Weekend. From an on-field perspective, folks, Lamar Jackson is the type of quarterback, again, that can change the dynamic of a team. He is the most electrifying player in the game today. He's the league's best rushing threat from the quarterback position, and as I just previously said, a much better traditional pocket passer than he gets credit for. If you don't believe me or don't want to take my word for it, go check out my guy Taylor Kyles of CLNS Media, who joined us here a few days ago on Locked On Patriots. If you check out his Twitter feed, he's got an awesome thread about exactly what Lamar brings to the table as a pocket passer, so check that out. You will not be disappointed really proves that he can thrive in a Bill O'Brien offense. I know a lot of people are saying it's not a like-for-like. Like. You really can't plug him into the type of offense Bill wants to run. Trust me, he can utilize the tight ends. He can definitely utilize guys getting yards after the catch. And he's also a threat to run the ball. So anytime you can get that type of talent in the quarterback room, it's definitely worth a shot and definitely worth a look. But again... If you're going to get this done, it's going to come down to money. It always does, folks. And both sides publicly maintained optimism that a deal could be reached during the offseason. When I say both sides, we're talking about the Baltimore Ravens and we're talking about Lamar Jackson, obviously. But Baltimore has remained reluctant to meet Jackson's contractual demands, which reportedly include a fully guaranteed deal. As a result... Lamar has been less than enamored with the way the Ravens have handled this situation. Probably the converse is true as well. But uh, Lamar revealed yesterday, I should say on Monday, by uh, social media, that he had in fact requested a trade from the Baltimore Ravens in early March. I believe March 2nd, he said, was the day that he actually did so. In turn, the Ravens responded by placing the non-exclusive tag on Jackson. So both sides right now at an impasse, and it doesn't look like it's getting any warmer between the two sides. If anything, it's only gotten icier. Now, should the Patriots decide to en even entertain the idea of bringing in Lamar Jackson, they would be forced to surrender two first-round picks to the Ravens, and they'd also have to agree to what a lot of people are potentially saying could be one of the most lucrative contracts in NFL history. Now, Robert Kraft didn't offer any additional information on this surrounding the exchange with Meek Mill, other than to say that Meek just said that he got a text or sent him a text a few days ago and said that Lamar is open or at least willing or wants to play in New England. All of this right now is rumor and innuendo. That's all we can categorize this as right now. I'm not doubting Robert Kraft. I'm not doubting Meek Mill. Not even doubting Lamar Jackson at this point. That text chain probably all included accurate information. But variables here. We don't know if Lamar wants to play in other locations. Just because he's open to playing in New England or would like to play in New England doesn't mean that's the only place he wants to go. He may have other avenues, other areas that he's willing to suit up, including a return to Baltimore, which reportedly is still sort of on the table. I'm not saying that it's really going to be something that happens, but 
keep a sharp eye on that, folks. Stranger things have happened in terms of Lamar Jackson once again donning a Ravens uniform. It's possible. That's all I'll say on the subject there. But at the same time, Robert Kraft was also very cagey about answering questions regarding Lamar Jackson, saying that this was the text I got. Ultimately, it's going to have to be Bill's call. I know a lot of people made a lot out of that. I would sit there and say that I think he's just basically letting everyone know that football operations are going to be in Bill Belichick's hands. So whether or not any of this means that the Patriots are keeping their options open when it comes to acquiring Lamar Jackson, only time will tell. But until then, let the speculation continue. And with only $12.9 million in cap space available, or just north of that, the New England Patriots face a tough decision. And because they face a tough decision, the only one that can break down exactly what the Patriots would need to do to make a deal with Lamar Jackson work out financially than the Pats cap himself. The salary cap top gun, the wizard of Benzon, joins us here today on Locked On Patriots to offer his wisdom and counsel when it comes to your New England Patriots and potentially working out a long-term deal with Lamar Jackson. Miguel Benzon joins us here in just a moment to break down and outline a potential deal with Lamar and what roadblocks may stand in the way of that when it comes to the Patriots' current roster and salary cap situation. You do not want to miss it, so keep it right here when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, folks, today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. The tournament is heating up. It's reached its fever pitch, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. And go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to the point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net, all on an app that's safe, that's secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Patriots fans, the topic of the moment here in Pats Nation continues to be Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, whether he might find himself in a Patriots uniform for 2023 and beyond. And we're all excited about the possibility. It's intriguing, but really the question is here, folks, can the Patriots make this financially work? What needs to be done to even make this a possibility? Well, here today to help with the biggest and most important questions on the subject is the subject matter expert, the Patriots salary cap top gun himself, the Pats cap. Miguel Benzon joins me today. Miguel, I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to enlighten us all on what a potential deal for Lamar Jackson may look like, all the financial parameters. Miguel, we know this is going to be tough, especially if Lamar Jackson is, as reported, truly seeking a top-of-the-market, fully guaranteed contract. We know that's going to be difficult. But even though it's difficult, we still cling to the possibility that it's not impossible. Now, according to your calculations, New England has just north of $12.9 million in available salary cap space for the 2023 season. If Mm -hmm. the Patriots are going to try to bring in Lamar Jackson, how can they make this work? Okay, 
let's remember that he's under the he's under the Ravens tag right now. So he's costing them thirty two point four million dollars on their cap. Mm-hmm. So what is the easiest way for them for the Patriots to make him an offer that the the, the Ravens would not match? And that would be give him that would give him a, a cap number that's high. Like I'm gonna say fifty million dollars. Let's use round numbers, right? right? People have been asking me on Twitter, well, can't you give him a, 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 a low cap number in 2023 and have it, his cap number explode in 2024-2025? They could, but then the Ravens the, but the Ravens would be – I would think they would love for the, for the Patriots to do that unless that deal became became part of a fully guaranteed deal. All right. I have my doubts that the Patriots would ever sign a player – to a fully guaranteed, uh, a big time player because all the let's let's Cole Strange is on a fully guaranteed deal, a big time right. veteran to a fully guaranteed deal. All right, Bob Kraft is one of the most influential owners. It is not a secret that the NFL owners did not like Jeff Haslam giving them Deshaun Watson that fully guaranteed deal. I can't imagine that Bob Kraft would go outside the owners' click or whatever and give right. someone else. Start uh, give someone else a fully guaranteed deal. All right. So there are three ways to look at it. I'm, I'm going to say let's give Lamar a, a, a low cap number in 2023. I think the Ravens will match the deal. You give him like a medium size cap number. All right. In 2023, I think the Ravens still signed to match the deal. You're given to a, a, a large cap number because they the Ravens are tight on the cap because they have him sign on, on him uh, at 32 mil. They couldn't, I don't think they can make enough cap space to get to 50. All right. Right. So let's go with 50. So, and, um, and I'll just, uh, if you could bring up the deterrent um, worksheet that I brought up for, for $50 million, just to show people the numbers. Okay. Right? Okay, so this is what I consider a deterrent work, worksheet that would, pre- that would prevent the Ravens from matching it. And you look, folks, and I'm just trying to – I just kept the, the deal simple, all right? His cap number in 2023 is $47.5 million. And then mm-hmm. it stays steady at $50 million, and it goes up to 525 in 2027. And if you look at the bottom half of the worksheet, you see why he would want to take the deal. He's guaranteed to be on the roster for the next three years, 2023, 2024, and 25. The Patriots could not afford, would not make sense financially to cut him. Right. right? There's you could try to trade him, but you would also have a lot of dead money if you if you were trying to trade him in 2024 or 2025. All right. Mm-hmm. I think this is the deal that would that the Ravens could not match. All right. But the and the Patriots could sign him to that deal. It's not fully guaranteed. All right, folks, because you see in 2025, um, excuse me, 2026 salary and 2027 is not fully guaranteed. His 2025 salary is will become fully guaranteed in 2024. So within the first year of his deal, he's going to guarantee himself the first three years salary and get an $82.5 million signing bonus. All right. Nice. That's what that's the kind of deal I think the Patriots would have to give him to get him away from the Ravens. All right. I don't think they would. Get, I don't think they'll do that. All right, it's not because. Um, 
I think it's more of an owner click thing mm-hmm. more than anything else. That <laughs> it's not gonna happen. All right. right. Um but let's just say I'm wrong. Because folks, I'm wrong all the time. Okay. <laughs> not as much as he would have you believe, folks. Okay. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> okay. So, um let's go, Mike, and bring up the oh, what did I call it? The locked on Lamar thing. Um, Absolutely. The, the table with the t- with the savings. The table with the savings. All right. So let's say we 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 Patriots able to sign them to a deal. All right. Mm-hmm. Right now we say I have them with twelve, and I have I with twelve point nine million dollars. That's before. Um, I learned the details of we we learned the details. Jamal's Mills restructure. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's say how do you want to create the cap space, Miguel? All right. You're gonna create forty million dollars to get them on around 40 million dollars i just i picked some guys with some high numbers all right cap numbers to create the savings the void year savings calendar says says, i said let's pay the player all of his cash that he's due in 2023 minus his minimum salary convert that cash into a signing bonus and add and having and prorate that signing bonus over f- five years. That's the mm. maximum. So, right. and so you, whatever number of void years you needed to add to the deal, I would add it to the deal. And Matt Judon case would be three. He's already signed for two more years. So it'd be um, two, three void years. Hunter Henry would be four. All right. Right. You can see, or, and, the, and that column is bolded because that's, I, uh, that, that column is bolded because that's the highest amount for his row. All right. Next column over is a cut dead. If I we were to cut Matthew Judon, that would be his dead money. If I and the next column over is cut savings, that would be the amount of cut savings I would get. All right? right, and then the trade dead, and then the trade dead, trade savings. Some people have a difference between cut dead and trade savings because they have guaranteed salary. Guaranteed salary goes to the new players' new team when they're traded. All right, the last column is the max savings. So basically, just said. Use the formula. Just give me the maximum value that's in the void savings, year savings column, the cut savings column, or the trade savings column, and then I bold that those figures. Sometimes for several players, the cut savings and the trade savings are the same amount of money. Right. right? Okay. So we could the Patriots, and, and you can see at the very bottom right, maximum amount of savings is sixty-three point five million dollars. The Patriots did all these things. All right. Mm-hmm. But Mike, I don't think. <laughs> okay. Some of these things are like void using four void years for like um Devon, uh, uh, excuse me, um three will go three void years for Judon, Garcia, and Andrews. They've never done that before. So I, I think right. that's out of the table. Would you trade like for example, you get maximum savings with trading or cutting Hunter Henry or, mm-hmm. or trading or cutting Trent Brown? Right. All right. Or, or the what are those those are the choices you have. To, to do, but would you want would Lamar want to? He says, I guess he still the told Meek Milk he wants to come to the Patriots. Does he want mm-hmm. to come to the Patriots without a Hunter Henry, without a Trent Brown, or without a Devontae Paco, or David Andrews, or Kendrick Bourne? All right, because mm-hmm. remember, folks, even after you get him question. on the team, yeah, mm-hmm. a fair question. And it's like, and, and remember, if he comes over on an offer sheet, all right, and whatever you sign him to, you can't lower his number. For, for the rest of his year. Mm-hmm. So if he signed up to an offer sheet and it's $50 million, whatever, let's just run round numbers. That's going to be his cap number for the rest of his year. 
you have to wait till the end of the regular season to then do anything else to his deal to lower his future cap numbers. All right. Mm -hmm. But you can't touch his cap number after this year. All right. right. Um, so let's, so you got this, you get, you create your savings, but let's remember folks. And we can, uh, Mike, if you can bring up, uh, that thing I, I, I texted you in the DM about the operating Absolutely. expenses. Okay. Like folks, this is what <laughs> the Patriots have to have to account for the rest of the year. Draft, I put down draft class and I said three to four million dollars. That's probably take maybe one and a half million dollars if you have to give with the first round draft pick. All right. Right. Replacing injured players, three to five million dollars. Practice squad, including validations, the Patriots for the last two years have spent between four to five million dollars. The salaries of players 52 and 53 on the on the roster. It would be the minimum salary for a rookie, $750,000. Times that by two, you get put. $1.5 million. All right. And then there's about 20 plus players who have active roster bonuses, who some of them have considered not likely to be earned because they did not were are not active for all 17 games last year. For example, Ty Montgomery. I he was only active for only one game. So he has 16 not likely to, to be earned active roster bonuses. If every Patriot earns all of their not likely to be on active roster bonuses, they're going to lose about two, two, two to $2.5 million. Mm-hmm. All right? So that's a total of 13 and a half to $18 million. I can't pin it down because I, folks, I don't know who's going to get injured or when it's going to get injured. Right. <laughs> all right? Um, and none of us could know that. All right? It's amazing. It really, really is, especially when you put this into, you know, terms that a lot of us can see here. And especially those that are viewing on YouTube right now, Miguel has laid out spreadsheets that are extremely helpful in terms of giving you a visual as to what the savings are, what needs to be done. And I think the big eye opener was that, uh, you know, the Marvara spreadsheet that you uh, sent me that we just showed. (laughs) When you look at the names on that sheet, and I think you hit the nail right on the head, is this a team now that all of a sudden Lamar Jackson is going to want to come to without a few of those names? It's not just one or two that you're picking off that list, folks. Multiple moves would have to be made. Things would have to be done. Even if they're extending players or adding void years, this is atypical for the New England Patriots. Miguel, I think you've laid this out so well. Thank you so much for doing all this. I just want to just said to make, make a slight clarification folks i'm not extending the player i'm just re, i'm just restructuring his deal so i'm paying most of his cash but the minimum salary all right and if somebody had asked this in the, in the dm why i was why i never talk about extending for example matthew judon or a hunter henry because the maximum i'm, I'm looking for the maximum amount of savings if right. we were to extend hunter henry i would definitely be able to lower his cap number but not as much as I could if I cut them or it was to trade them. And if we want to get, I just wanted to show the maximum amount of savings. All right. So that's why I I use the the word void yet savings rather than extending. Um, And and, and, and folks in this list of here that we we, were showing, I'm not even talking about, I don't have the extensions here for Kyle Duggar, Michael Wanu or Josh Uche. Mm -hmm. All right. So not only is, is it, that I would think that acquiring Lamar would mean a couple of current Patriots would be not on the roster, I think would impact the Patriots to sign, extend those young, one of those young three stars. All right. Yeah. Um, and 
that is what I wanted to say. I forgot to go back and talk about. I, I needed to point out during roster cutdown weekend. We actually now now it's a week. It's just one day now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just change it to today. Just one day. Um, yep. Rookies will beat out higher salary salary players for a spot on on a 15-year-old roster, which would create cap space. For example, if a UDV beats out Miles Bryant who for a spot, that would create about $1.877 million in cap space, mm-hmm. right? And there's a, I, there's a ton of players right now whose salary doesn't count against the cap. And, Mike, you know how the Patriots right now have three, first round, three picks in the fourth round? Yes. None of those guys would be in the top 51 list. And I guarantee the Patriots have always had – a healthy fourth round pick make the mm. roster. Yeah. Yeah. So, without any question, yeah. it really is. And that is an extreme eye opener. And thank you very much for making the clarification between extensions and adding void years and how that differs and how the max savings is a step that needs to be taken here for the New England Patriots. And I think a lot of us get lost and get hyped up in the hoopla of being able to add a player of Lamar's caliber that you really need to take a look at the financials and how that needs to be done. Once again, folks, difficult, not impossible. But I think Miguel has laid it out here very nicely. And we're just scratching the surface here on Locked On Patriots. Miguel still has more to come, more visual aids, more wisdom and counsel. The meter's already broken off, but we're about to break it off even more when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, folks, please remember that today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Built. The Built March Madness bracket is here, and we know you have a favorite bar or puff and now's your time to make it count. So go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked-on listeners will get a free box of Built. How about that, folks? But I'm not done yet. Not only that, well, one very lucky locked-on fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have the Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door you got to try Built, folks. It's the best protein bar ever. They're amazing. You really won't think they're good for you, but trust me, they are. What makes Built Bars and Puffs so good is they are always high in protein, low in sugar, covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, folks. Please don't delay. Do it today. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick at built.com. Patriots fans, the amazing, the salary cap, Top Gun joins me here today. The Wizard of Benzon, the great Miguel Benzon, joins me here today to talk about the financials involved in a potential deal for Lamar Jackson. Miguel, you've already broken the wisdom and counsel meter off here by laying out some of the details, some of the difficulties that mm-hmm. could be involved in a deal such as this type. I don't want to step on your toes anymore, my friend. Please, the floor continues to be yours. You've already done a great job. Continue on in what you were saying about Lamar Jackson. Um, what else do we need to know uh, potentially about a deal here? Let I just want to clarify, make sure people understand. When we restructure a, a player's deal in the ad board years and converting salary into signing bonus, it doesn't change how amount of cash they get that year, mm-hmm. right? So it doesn't affect the cash spending, all right, for that year. It just it gets accounted for differently. So he's going to get, let's say, $10 million, all right? We give him a $10 million signing bonus. 
instead of counting having all 10 counting cap this year, would have two million dollars counting for the next against the cap for the next five years, or if they get a voted year, it's gonna be eight million dollars next year. All right? all right, that's the big thing. It has nothing to do with being cheap or whatever. God bless. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, if I could go on a little bit of set the record straight, folks. All right. Please do. I didn't get a chance to set Mike uh, a screenshot, but I do want to say this. Um, on the NFL PA internal reports, they have a column for cash spending. All right. It does not include incentives. So when you see somebody say the Patriots are less than the lower in the league, that's because the Patriots have about $37 million in incentives. All right. Yeah. I think, I don't know for a fact, I don't cover all 35, the rest of the NFL. All right. Mm-hmm. But I do know they have $37 million. So it doesn't show up on the reports. It won't show up on the reports until the player hits them. All right. right. And the player won't get paid for them until February of next year. So I know people right away after March 15 will right away criticize the Patriots for the lack of spending for the 2023 league year. All right, league year from this year doesn't end the next March. Wow, give it a break, folks. All right, <laughs> all right, and I'll say this the cash betting doesn't include any common cash betting tournament, doesn't include the rookie pool. Right. Patriots have the eighth highest rookie pool. All right, so the, who those who do engage in this are being disinge- misleading and disingenuous by not talking about the incentives and not talking about the rookie pool. And that's all I got to say, because I want to be polite. (laughs) Well, if anything, you are always polite here, my friend, and I always do appreciate it. But that, again, is an important distinction and something that is very relevant because Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, both at the owners' meetings this week, they both mentioned cash spending. A lot of people were making the impression, maybe giving the impression uh, that the Patriots were a little bit less than what they should. Uh, Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft both seem to take offense to that, and now you've outlined exactly why that seems to be in terms of spending and in terms of doing what this team needs to do. Excellent, excellent information. I really, really wish that Bill Belichick had mentioned the COVID year. Mm. I really, really wish him in his answer. I, I, oh, I was, Mike, I actually watched it live. <laughs> I actually listened to it live. I said, Mike, Bill, say COVID, say COVID, mention Hightower. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, he did mention, I think he did mention Dante, but not for that reason. That would have been good, and it would have made your life, I know, an awful lot easier. Uh, but, you know, setting the record straight is something we always appreciate when you come on here and uh, bring your wisdom and counsel to Locked On Patriots. And, folks, Miguel has always, always done a good job about giving us the information, good, bad, or indifferent. He's going to tell you the way it is, and I think the way he's outlined this potential deal for Lamar Jackson has given us all a lot to think about here in Patriots Nation. Before I let you go today, my friend, any more parting news, any more parting information that you think Patriots fans need to know uh, before rumors start to maybe swell a little bit beyond what where they already are? Anything right. else on the Lamar Jackson front that we need to know as fans, and even myself included on uh, uh, the media as well, because you're never shy about setting us straight either. He's, I mean, it's going to be easier for any team to sign them after the draft because they don't have to give up the 2023 right. draft picks. Um, I don't know. I really wish he had an agent. And I said this. I think he should have. I know I, um, I sent you this. I think he should have d- taken, read Joel Corey's piece and accepted mm. that the fact that he's not, 
that the owners are not going to do it. And he maybe could have got a rolling guaranteed like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen did. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I personally think he's going to stay with the, the Eventually, someone's going to talk to him and talk him. And the deal won't be fully guaranteed, but it should be considered one because it has rolling guarantees. I think he's going to remain a Raven. And and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know a lot of people that are in the know, a lot of people that look at the situation objectively are agreeing with you in terms of what it's going to take for the Patriots to enter this foray. I know, again, there's a lot of excitement in the air right now, and you've definitely proven that it's possible. But, you know, I always go back to Dr. Ian Malcolm's quote from Jurassic Park. I know the fan base is probably groaning right now because I use this one a lot. You're so obsessed to think about whether or not you could. You don't stop to think if you should. And I think that's really, I think, relevant here for the New England Patriots in terms of moving forward when it comes to any negotiations with Lamar Jackson. But on the other hand, my friend, when you have the opportunity to add the most dynamic player in the NFL right now, you got to do all of your due diligence. You've got to cross every T, dot every I, and you've got to listen to this man. You've got to listen to the Pats cap because he's got the financial news that you all need. Miguel, what can I say? Uh, you've always knocked it out of the park. You continue to do so. I thank you for coming on on short notice to lend your <laughs> wisdom and counsel on this Lamar Jackson situation. Folks, please do not forget to follow my good friend at Pats cap on Twitter. Uh, I think one of the best Twitter follows you'll find in any walk of life, and especially you. if you're a Patriots fan, he's been extremely busy this time of year, and we appreciate everything that he does. So tip of the cap and nod to the gods to you, my friend. And if you're looking for any type of visual, if you listen to this podcast and you didn't get a chance to see it, I'll be sharing all of Miguel's information on the Locked On Patriots website when we tweet out. Uh, our promotional uh, uh, muscle for this episode itself. So definitely check that all out. You'll find it all on uh, at LO underscore Patriots. But in the meantime, my friend, thank you for being the salary cap top gun. I always say the plaque for the alternates doesn't exist because you have no equal. You truly are the wizard of Benzon. Thank you for your friendship and thank you for coming on today, buddy. You're welcome. I get, oh, can I just give a quick shout out to Matt Urban and Dick Kelly? Please for do. Some mock drafts. <laughs> Good job, Pat. Good job, Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Thank you That's so good. much. And I know Dan, I know Matt, and I know Dan. They listen all the time, and I know they're definitely appreciative. We love their mock drafts. Yeah. Uh, Murph and I did on Monday, and uh, yeah, keep those coming, folks. Uh, but uh, we'll keep a sharp eye out for any Lamar news as well. And if things do break the way I know some members of the fan base wanted, you can bet that this guy's <laughs> going to be back to break down how the Patriots are going to make it all work out. But I think he's given us a lot to think about here today. So, folks, thank you once again for making Lockdown Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage and hopefully also your first listen every day. If you've made us your first listen, please make your second listen. Our good friends over at Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, my good friends and colleagues, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, do an amazing job of walking you through all the ins and outs of building a franchise and scouting in the NFL. So download, subscribe, follow wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're out there, also be sure to follow, subscribe wherever you can to Lockdown Patriots. Make us a part of your daily New England Patriots coverage. On behalf of my good friend, Miguel, the Pat's Cap Ben's on. I'm Mike DeBate. Stay safe, folks. Stay well. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.